0: Welcome to Darker Days Radio, and we are back with another exciting episode. This time, I am joined by Pete, and I'm your regular host, Chris.
1: So, hello, Pete. Hey, Chris, how are you, mate? It has been a minute in between my appearances on the show. Yeah, what was the last episode you were on? I've totally fucking forgotten. (laughs) I think uh, when it was myself and Dave... Talking about, or mostly me actually talking about the Alien RPG. So um, damn, that's I've not even played Alien yet. Uh, it's just too much shit to get to
0: do. Too many things to play. It's aliens, like...
1: awesome, and uh, aliens. We're not here to talk about Alien today, but yeah, Aliens a very specific vibe and a very specific, you know, thing with it. I'd, I'd love that's to do in... it eventually. But, but that's that's
0: that's a good. I think that's relevant though for what we're going to be talking about because I mm. think um as people will notice from the title of this episode we'll be talking about the the relatively new because we finally got around to reviewing it as in, you're listening to our review of uh hunter the reckoning based on the vampire the masquerade fifth edition so we call this hunter fifth ed even though really it's only its second, second. edition technically uh it doesn't have a 20th anniversary. Um, so yeah, we'll be going through the systems, the setting, what's changed, what hasn't, and what it delivers. Um, obviously, if you've listened to this before, uh, you'll know that I am in old, blighty United Kingdom, and Peter's on the other side of the world in Australia, so you're currently listening to two... Two plebs under the uh, under the
1: in the service of His Majesty uh, with recent events. Um, I'm I'm still, <laughs> I'm still beside myself over the fact that I got a four day weekend. Nice because because of the passing of Queen Elizabeth and you got nothing.
0: Um. Oh, did you? Because hold on, we got the we got the we got the Monday,
1: didn't well, we? Am I getting you funeral? mixed up with? Uh, you probably am. Hang on, so you did get a public holiday, didn't you? Because I got I got I got Thursday, Friday, you know, leading on to Saturday, Sunday. We got
0: the public holiday for the funeral, which was on uh, whichever day, but we didn't get the public holiday that you had, whatever the hell that is.
1: Okay, well, that was very specific for us because, again, thank you, thank you, Dan Andrews, love you, mate. Um, he's uh, our state premier gave us a, a day off for the grand final of Aussie Rules football. So they oh just wow! Put, yeah, yeah, so, 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 so they just put the um, the. You know, just this year only day off or, you know, this year only uh, public holiday for the passing of the Queen, you know, because uh, grand final day is on the Friday. So they just oh, did, it they, on did, it they, did
0: they shift it? Basically, they shift it when it's like a bank holiday falls on it or whatever Christmas falls on a on a Sunday. So you get the Monday off. They shift it because the funeral.
1: No, we, we we got a whole new one. It, it just it just happened to coincide with with <laughs> right. With, okay, let's just. It just happened it. to coincide with the same week that um that we would normally have grand final day. Wow. Which, as you can tell, you know, I'm I'm such a massive football fan. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. You know, well, okay. Look, without being you know falling into nerd stereotypes, it's not my game. I don't you know there are sports I do enjoy. That's not one of them. And traditionally, what me and my friends would do is we'd go play war games or card games. Yeah. With maybe the football on, with the with the sound off, so those who actually do care would look over at the score and go, huh, and then you know, right, roll initiative, you know, while that would go on. But okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and while we're on that, it's just something I've, I've, I very quickly wanted to say to yourself and to the world that uh, my portion of the podcast is being recorded on the lands of the uh, Warren. Uh, of, I'm going to mispronounce this of the Wurundjeri people, and I wish to acknowledge them as the traditional owners of the land. I would also like to pay my respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and recognise that sovereignty was never ceded. We need a treaty.
0: Highly relevant, given given the change of uh, of our sovereign.
1: I think it's actually important to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. Um, I know some people in the in the again okay, we, we're getting political. Um, I know some people <laughs> in uh, some people in uh, Britain were talking, or in you know the Britain political sphere, were saying that. Oh, there's there's such this there's you know, the, the, the Australians are all are all, you know, going on about, you know, Republic, Republic, Republic. And I'm like, not really. It's, we sort of have much bigger fish to fry. There was there was this yeah. big push twenty there was this big push twenty years ago. And <sighs> I look I think I think, yeah, depending on how well, you know, King Charles does and if Prince Charles is any indicator, probably not that well. I think it's probably going to it be.
0: It's well a it's a weird one. It's a weird one. Going along. It's a weird one because Let's be honest um, King Charles previously before having to become politically neutral to an extent but i don't think I don't think certain his interests some of those interests i wouldn't I wouldn't actually class them as political because you know green policies and and so forth.
1: I think we live in a it political where to be green,
0: you know, to yeah. want to save the environment? I don't think that's a political
1: stance. I think that's a necessity for the world. Yeah, so well, everything's become political, mate. I'm in a, I'm we live in a world where me saying that maybe Jeff Bezos should pay more tax than zero makes me a communist. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you've listened to what's been going on in the UK you'll know that yeah, we've had a like, weird hey, yeah. fucking budget going on um but yeah um i mean and also i mean the whole republic thing's interesting because you know we've seen what having a president can mean as your head of state yeah. we have the likes of bolsonaro uh, bolsonaro yeah bolsonaro yeah uh, in brazil or um trump or, <laughs> or, 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 obviously, um, <laughs> in Russia. Um,
1: yeah, and as yeah. we're recording this, the Italians have just voted in, like, the first... Oh, uh, I, I know, I know. So, yeah, that's in the headlines. There you go.
0: Well, the time to be alive. It's a strange, um, strange
1: time. That's right.
0: Anyway, we're going to be Here talking about are. Hunter 5th. Um, Hunter So we're going to jump into a game update. So, Pete, what have you been doing gaming-wise recently? Oh, wow.
1: So um, (sighs) V5 and lots of it. So I've had – and so during lockdown, you know, um, I've always wanted to to get a V5 campaign going, and it has been. It's occasionally things, you know, we had to put it on hiatus, mostly because we are in the middle of a COVID surge. I didn't want to kill my friends um but no it's been on and off going for my good lord almost three years now and it's now the longest running rpg campaign i've ever run um so i started with uh v5 chicago and we went through the entirety of the sacrifice and we kind of built on from there um my players are now at the point where they're the sh- sheriff of the city plus you know plus the hounds and i really love this um I had a whole scenario planned out, which is based around. Uh, I don't know who's, I don't know how well you know V5 Chicago, but um, Prince, sorry, the previous Prince Loden survived and is still around as this horribly scarred man who, you know, with a different name. Um, they've just, they learned that a few sessions, a few stories back, and they've now revealed it to certain members of the, um, of the Primogen Council. And I had it all set up where, you know, they would introduce them and then the primogen, then the primogen would attempt to, you know, finish him off essentially. And I had all these things planned out with, you know, okay, it's going to be like this, it's going to be like this. And they chose a different path. Hmm. So they went, yeah, so I had, you know, okay, so what happened? Is, so I, I planned out X and Y and they went with Z, which was we stand back and do nothing. Hmm. <laughs> and so it was like... All right, they murder him. Great. <laughs> and so then I was like, "Okay, we do this and this." And so you know, normally uh, my sessions is, goes for ah, uh, it's a it's a afternoon into an evening on a Sunday, and we wrapped up about two hours early. Because I literally turned to them and said, "I'm out of plot, guys. Well done. I that, did not expect. Yeah. I did not expect you guys to to choose the path of nah, to <laughs> or to choose the path of." you know, uh, non-interventionism, but okay, that's, I, I, you know, some people got some stains, fun was had, and uh, that's sort of where I'm at with that. I'm also prepping for PAX Oz, which is next week at this point, which will be the first sure. time that convention's run since 2019. And, yeah, we're, I'll be running um, five sessions of uh, V5 for whoever wants to show up to that. So, and again, that will be a hoot. Um, last time, apparently, I think there's there was a real hunger for vampire, so yeah. I know I had a, I had a waiting list thirty people strong. Um, there's only there's only twenty five there's only twenty five spaces. That's fun. Uh, I know that there's there's uh, other people who are running different vampire games I'm not, that I'm not involved with. So hopefully we'll meet the demand. Um, initially, we were worried that um, you know because this is the first big convention since since the pandemic. That nobody would come, but uh, last week we had a Crunchyroll Expo, which was a disaster because they just didn't anticipate the amount of people who would show up on the day. So it wow. looks like there was literally a thousand people lined up outside the convention center waiting to get in. Um, so it looks like no man, the the drive is really there for, for you know in world well for you know face to face conventions and face to face gaming. <laughs> So, yeah, I need okay. to get
0: back into into face to face roleplay. I haven't quite had the confidence for it yet. Um just because yeah. <laughs> Pandemics and everything are not Oh yeah, sure. It's not over despite what Biden would say. Um Yeah, it's
1: it's it's really not, but yeah, I mean, in this instance, as I said, it's it's with with me and my players. It was always just because we've got it set set up in such a way that we can just click over to playing it on Discord quite easily.
0: Yeah,
1: we just go Discord session this week. You know, Bill's not feeling well. Yeah, or you know, because it's because the last thing I've I've said if I if, if we all you know if we all if Avengers assemble at someone's house and someone's got a cough, it's like no, it should be right, mate. It's like no, no, I will I will strangle you. You know, yeah. No. Don't do it that way. Just if you're not feeling well, we, and yeah, we, we already had a near miss actually with, um, yeah, one of the gaming groups, one of my players is in multiple, that is in multiple gaming groups, you know, if only we had the time. And yeah, one of the other guys rocked up and was like, oh, no, I'll be right. And it turned out, no, he was, he was freaking COVID positive and he gave it to two people. Jesus. And, yeah, I know. That's what you want to hear, right? Yeah. Brilliant. So, that's beautiful. But um, yeah. beyond that, no, that's that's been taking up my time, and I've been really thoroughly enjoying it. Actually, at this stage, having run it for three years, and now I've got, I've got players who are now, I think we're creeping up to one hundred and seventy character, one hundred and seventy XP spent on each. So a couple of them have got maxed out discipline trees. It's now the question of okay, how well do I? I'm starting to think, how do I land this bird? And how do yeah, I? Yeah, it of sounds finish like the awesome. story with okay, you guys are. You know, you guys have sort of made it to the top of Mount Olympus. And I know some people are like, oh, you mean we're, we're, we're wrapping it up? And I'm like, yeah, dudes, you're like elders, <laughs> you know? And yeah, I think it that sounds like weird.
0: some characters need to die, to be perfectly honest. It's that kind of like... It's, yeah, probably. You know, they, they have to have the fall for whatever. Um, yeah, that sounds pretty damn cool. Well,
1: um, they may end up listening to this, so I can't say too much, but... Um, I had to come up with, initially, they have run into the Second Inquisition about halfway through the story, and I had to fudge it a fair bit because the book wasn't out. Yeah. But they'd never, you know, they'd kind of defeated the local group of the Second Inquisition, but other people knew what they'd done, and now I have yeah. the book. <laughs> so that could be fun. Awesome. And that's, that's probably That probably will be where I conclude things, but we'll see. Anyway.
0: Don't listen to these guys. But anyway. Yeah, go yeah, I need to... No okay, forever, I trust need, me. <laughs> I need to get into some... Doing some running something or playing and something some point soon or doing something streaming maybe. Um, but my time has been taken up with just a house that's been in disarray with the kitchen refit and... Between that and learning to drive and everything else and writing, up, it's just like, skills, oh, I have zero time. Uh, it's yeah. just it's just like, I don't have the brain space for any gaming.
1: Well, um, as, as, as I said previously, before we started recording, I was, I'm, I'm currently in between jobs, so it's quite, you know, it's quite, yeah. um, I have all the time in the world, give me four weeks and then I'll be back working and I'll be learning how to, you know... I'll be learning how to sell uh, salvage under, under emergency conditions, which I won't get into, but if that sounds intense, trust me, it is. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So well first of all, gaming what news. I mean. So uh there's a few things that have turned up. I've had arrive in the post literally today my backer copy of Cyborg, which is a cyberpunk Morkborg variant. So that's a book. Uh again, you know, the kind of art book style um that we expect from Morkborg, but obviously cyberpunk themed. Uh it came with I got like with it uh, a pad of character sheets, a very nice uh, map of the city setting for it that has like gold print on some of the bits. So, oh wow, uh, it's pretty. Yeah, it's really high end. Like, it looked it looked really, it. really cool.
1: It was one of those um, things that I looked at and went, yeah. With with me and kickstarting stuff now, it's now, am I gonna run it or is it is it gonna be shelf porn? Yeah, um, it's
0: shelf. This is, this is. I think, I want to run it, but it might turn into shelf porn, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And what else did it come with? Oh, also, it came with this huge pad of locations. So they're, loca- they're little maps with random tables to describe what the location is. And you get multiples of the same location. So there's 30 of them, 34 odd, times three. So there's... 120 sheets in this pad That you can just rip off and reuse And and so forth So that's pretty cool actually And that could be yeah, useful for awesome. quite a few games um, yeah. So it'd be fun to try and run that uh, I've also got coming in on the post Is Cyberpunk Which is a Blades in the Dark Based Cyberpunk game So that makes Even more sense because Blades in the Dark Is essentially a fantasy Gritty, you know um, heist game uh, okay, using okay, the account by the apocalypse system. Dock, I really want to play it. Yeah. I've got a copy of of Knock. I've not even played it yet. Um, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. I need to read the book properly. But, so it's that, but it's very pamphlet based. And it, again, there's a whole load of things that can be shipped with it. I've just got the PDF for it uh so that's going to be quite interesting because obviously blades powered by the apocalypse that's also similar to cult cult runs off that system or a variant of that system anyway um and then related to that um there seems to be a new surge of interest in cyberpunk 2077 right now because we have the edge runners uh you anime
1: on netflix i've not watched it yet it's i have actually got- really bloody good for for I mean, it, to an extent, look, it is what it is, which is all right. I need to be a little bit careful here. Um, okay, it's it's an anime based on a video game, yeah. if that makes any sense. And it feels okay. It feels there's there's maybe a slight budget air to it in that it's not. It doesn't have these. It's they've stylized around certain sections. It doesn't have these incredibly fluid, you know, twenty four frames. Um, um um a second. It's got this much more kind of. Uh, sort of staticky animation style and also they've come up with a way because it's because it's been designed to be put out in both English and and uh, Japanese so they haven't spent a lot of time doing you know close-up animations of of, you know to to have uh, mouth movements match so they have multiple sections where you've got characters with face masks on or they've got like internal cyber communications and whatnot. But for what is, you know, like gaming tie in anime, it's really bloody good. Cause I mean, the story is compelling as all hell. It's bloody as all hell. And it's really, re- and it's like really, really, really well tied in, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, like, like the two worlds just, you know, beyond there being a, uh, beyond there being like, you know, some, some stylistic animation stuff. No, no, it's it's the world. It's the exact same world that you see in the game. You know, in literally, yeah. you can go. I know what location they're in. Yeah. I know that song. I know this and this. You know, and yeah, it's just like and again, just genuinely compelling story. So I, I've dipped back into up me for that.
0: I've dipped back into twenty seventy seven anyway because I bought it With for. The, i bought the, it now on the pc because i've got my gaming pc so with the update
1: recently. patch from, um, from edge that was another thing that i thought was really was was i don't know if, if it was intentional or not but when the series dropped on netflix the update patch dropped yeah and i now think that's intentional like, oh yeah well maybe but yeah probably absolutely but and i'm like wow this is like the game that it should have shipped as. Cyberpunk yeah.
0: 2077, with full ray tracing and everything else, is pretty fucking special. And that's after oh, I've yeah. no, 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 on no, no. Stadia I, I for that, ages. So. Like, I've got it on Stadia. It's great. But yeah. on PC, but, it's another beast.
1: Oh, my God, um, yes. Um, the moment it came out on, because because I was one of these fools who picked it up on, you know, PlayStation 4. Ooh. And they, they said yeah. it would work. You know, I got it on launch. And then I just sort of played it and went, What what am I doing here? And then I saw my brother playing it on his high end gaming PC with ray tracing, and I went, "No, I'll I'll hold off until I can play this properly." And then it's it's a pretty
0: the version the version that's on Google Stadia. Like from day one, that run that ran sound. There were no issues with it. It's uh a pretty good version. It just doesn't have the ray tracing, so it's like you know. Yeah, Yeah,
1: but again, yeah. Google Stadia, the thing that they just went, yeah, we're not even going to launch this
0: in Australia. Oh, that sucks, man. Because I actually really like because I was playing, because my nephew visited this weekend, so we were playing um, we, we Overcooked on Stadia. We have internet
1: with wires and tin cans, mate. So you yeah, bloody lucky like, you can even hear me right now. But anyway,
0: evil. what else we got out? Um, I think Mage, <laughs> the Awakening 20th Anniversary Sorcerer is out, so that's obviously hedge wizardry within... Classic world of darkness, so I, I think that's a pretty right, good update. That'd be kind of fun to play because you know, again, it's given what we're talking about today with hunter sorcerer is that kind of gritty kind of magic, you know, which is maybe more more fun uh, than just being like you know matrix crap. Um, and then the other interesting things that over the last few weeks that we've heard of, we've got uh, one D&D. So this is basically the update to d and 5th edition. Uh, this is essentially a distillation of ideas that have turned up in a few books for d and 5th ed. So like dropping racial oh. modifiers. Or, you know, Races aren't by default a particular um, you know, alignment d is going to have its own form of virtual tabletop, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this it is, should all be backwards compatible. I, There's an element of this which feels like it's going to be a walled garden as like digital products. This is,
1: this, I mean, look, this is this is where I kind of become like a, a bitter old man of gaming where I'm just like okay, like, it, it, I don't know, like it seems like we want to give it its own virtual tabletop and its own, like, you know, because I'm i sure you've seen the same video I have where they show you kind of zooming in and doing things. To me, it looks like a bit of solutionism, a bit of, you know, a solution searching for a problem. Um, look, if the new players and the new kids love it, yeah, sure. I'm like, look, as long as you're still putting out physical books that we can all sit around and play together. And also I just see it as a, you know, because they've said, you know, it'll be, it'll be one D&D and I'm like, this is going to be a subscription service, isn't it? Is All <laughs> oh, no, yeah, right. right. It? No, no. This is this is yeah. going to be transitioning us over from.
0: Yeah. cool. So yeah, um, yeah, the idea of D and D, yeah, one D and D being a subscription service, yeah, um, of
1: course it's going to be. I mean, that's kind of what everybody it, wants now. They you know want
0: everything, isn't it?
1: <laughs> everything <laughs> wants the, the sweet, sweet subscription money. I mean, look, to an extent, I don't care as long as. They're still publishing the books. And even then, I mean, the great thing about role playing games was always like no one's beating your door down to steal the old books. You know? If yeah. you if they put out an edition you don't like, play the don't one buy you it. do.
0: Yeah, play the one you want, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that All that all that's that it'll be evergreen regardless. It's just yeah, I mean like I'm not look, I was never I was never a and D guy anyway. But yeah, yeah like I said, a lot of this seems again, a lot of this seems like particularly the big push to play online. And apparently it's where people are doing it now anyway. Yeah. But it seems to me to be like, Hey, if we're all getting together and play a video game, why don't we get together and play a video? You know, like, like we were doing 10, 15 years ago with, with World of Warcraft. Yeah. But you know, cool, whatever.
0: And then related to D and D, um, is cause obviously D and D for D and D Edition, private press put out, uh, the Kickstarter for Nightmare Empire, which is the Crix setting book for Iron Kingdoms, uh, that I worked on. So they're now teasing a lot of the stuff for the new edition of War Machine. So War Machine and hordes are folded in together. Um, so basically, brand wise, it's just War Machine now. There's no War Machine and there's hordes. There is just War Machine. Um, so there's the whole beta of the rules out. Uh, there. Are teasing designs and so for the new update of cador of signar for the designs of the orgoth who are a new faction and then we also have the new faction they've teased a bit more of of the elves of the realm of uh eos who used to be known as well i guess in the war game were retribution uh they're now this kingdom of undead elves so they're the house uh callous and that's all kind of quite interesting because obviously for the role play game the role play game is set before where the in the timeline where war machine will be focused on now so the role play game is kind of leading up to the events which then kick off these big you know Wars and battles. So, um, I think the only reason it's interesting is obviously if you're not into the war game, but you are into the role play game, like me. It's kind of nice to have miniatures that are exactly for that RPG, almost, right? So, again, it allows that immersion. Same reason why
1: there's there's I not quite... a significant amount of crossover between. I mean, like it's not one of those instances. Okay, because I'm, I'm I know nothing about Warmer Hordes beyond beyond okay. like it's a thing, and for a while there, it was. Dare I say it, you know, the budget option for people who wanted to get into Wargaming but didn't want to drop the thousands yeah. that would that would be required for 40k at the time. Um, but the but in terms of one and the other, it's like one's got its own complete system and the other's running a D and, running a DD D variant. Am I accurate in that or not quite? Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, okay, so 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 the role-playing okay, so like the rules. the role playing game play is game. fifth ed, yeah. Yeah, got you, right, sure. Whereas whereas the miniature game is the miniature game. Like I've seen it's always like i've seen there've been some efforts you know which have done to various different levels of success where you kind of build one build the other and then the two have some crossover elements if that makes sense yeah that was
0: the previous the previous edition of the role play game used same yeah. system as the war game uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at its core Whereas they've gone back to being a D and D based game, like the first edition of the RPG was, because that was a D twenty okay. system yeah. uh, back like twenty years ago. Now, oh, oh god, wow. now I feel fucking old. We all um, feel fucking old, mate. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's it's definitely interesting because, like I said, well, like again, why I like um, Age of Sigmar, Soulbound. I've got like a pretty diverse miniatures collection, and so it's nice to dump the miniatures that work for it because it's Age of Sigmar and the same thing with Private Press. so I'm kind of back into collecting it, and I am awaiting in the post two of the battle groups for the new edition, so I'm waiting for the Kador mm. and Sigmar one, they are in transit currently so oh, okay. um, that's going to be so quite interesting. It, anyway, enough of what <laughs> is out generally in gaming there's mostly other stuff we've not talked about if there's other gaming news that's related to warhammer rpgs go to Hammer. that's where we'll talk about that hopefully in the future anything to do with private press and war machine we'll talk about in our dark iron episodes when they get started up um i think there's some other shit out for like you know free league i think they're starting to deliver or they've done the kicks they're, they're beginning to deliver stuff for like the mythic britain vason setting I think don't quote me on it anyway.
1: Yeah. So um, free leg free leg I'm 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 very much up because again they they've, they've done sort of two of my favorite, you know, science fiction worlds. So we've got Alien and Blade Runner. Blade yes. Runner. Yeah, yeah. So so Blade Runner's chugging along as it was as it was. It's it's on it's on Blade Runner's on schedule. Uh we've got what's beca- I think we've got an almost finished pdf uh once the finished pdf comes out i know dave was talking to me about that yeah we'll we'll sit down and, and, and do a review I just when don't... it's
0: done it's done when yeah. it's done
1: yeah yeah you know, you know when when that one's done we'll definitely review the will when we get it this is the completed pdf and you know off it goes to print then i'm then i'm comfortable reviewing it beforehand it's like eh, you know play the yeah review the album not the demo track which i think is always yeah. sort of you know that's 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 fair enough to those guys but yeah it's, it's going to be a <laughs> when we get the physical redemption, it's it's gonna be much like Alien, it's gonna be a very, very smelly book because oh my god, the ink that's just cause Oh uh, yeah. So, you know, the same you like about Freeleg is just like, oh my god, as artifacts, those things are just gorgeous. How yeah. playable they are is another thing entirely when you're like, okay, black page with you know, with green type, mm. and you're like, Good lord, what am I looking for here? But anyway.
0: Black pages, white text pretty good when it's digital, when yeah, yeah, it's printed, not as
1: you're like, ooh, um, the ink smell so, Some people love it, it's a it's a trigger Of, of, of you know, their childhood I'd rather, it was one thing of the things that we, I was thinking about Recently, which is some of your favourite smells That take you back to childhood, and yeah, like There's a particular ink smell from a bunch of role-playing Games that yeah. just really does take me back To being, you know, sort of 16 and reading These things and going like, oh yeah, come on uh, It's like when
0: you open a pack of magic cards, isn't it? I uh, Wasn't a magic guy, but I'll take your word For it, so yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about the main anyway. topic Which is Hunter the Reckoning Right. So, what the fuck is Hunter: The Reckoning Fifth Edition about?
1: <laughs> so, well, well, I mean, I mean, that's, this is where we sort of, sort of get to it. So, um, Hunter: The Reckoning is about being a hunter. It's one of the things I quite like about Hunter. Is it's it's of all the of all the um, the world of darkness titles, Hunter's the most straightforward in a word, right? and <laughs> you can sit there and go. What do I do with that? Like changing the dreaming, you're like you're changing the dreams, it needs then it needs yeah. several paragraphs to explain what's going on. Whereas Hunter the Reckoning is just like, well, I guess I'm hunting something, aren't I? So the very basics here is yeah, you are a hunter, you know that the supernatural exists, and you're hunting them. Um, the original edition of this one, now Chris, are, are you familiar with the original because I've Beyond never the- played
0: the original because it didn't the, the premise really just did not work for me
1: no me neither. it was it, it, in my opinion it sort of felt like a little bit at the time because I, I know you're like what uh, you're at least 10 years younger than me so at the time you were you know very very young but um 10 some, years younger i'm almost 40 well i'm 40 so there you go you're just so useful so there you go so anyway so you're <laughs> maybe like a handful of years younger than me but no, i remember at the time just sort of going this seems like because at the time it was very actiony and very you know now we're going to go back and ch- ch- kick ass on on the werewolves and on the vampires and at the time it, it, it felt like a little bit of oh yeah you know we're kind of we're gonna we're gonna have one over those particular players um, but so yeah coming back to it now uh, I remember it being a bit of a shock at the time when they said hey we're doing hunter because it kind of came out of nowhere well a little bit you know it, it was announced and then. We're like what? Really? We're like, oh yeah, hunters. You know, here, here's Hunter, and we're like thought Werewolf was the next one on the horizon. We're like, no, don't know about Werewolf. Here's Hunter coming at you. So I'm looking at it. I kind of feel like if you ever did, you ever look? Did you ever see the original Vampire supplements? Hunters hunted. Uh Hunters hunted. Then Hunters hunted two. Hunters hunted was first edition, and, and um, Hunters hunted two was. Uh, I don't think
0: I, I ever saw the first there. edition. No.
1: Well, yeah, it, it it kind of feels like in in many ways it feels like. The original Hunters Hunted kind of expanded out to its own complete role playing game. Um, now, the first edition sort of had maybe a little bit more of an emphasis on, or had so the first edition had this concept in it, which was the imbued, which was you've yeah. literally been imbued with supernatural power. I've seem to remember this is just me remembering off the top of my head. What they called the heralds, where you would literally yeah. hear like a supernatural voice in your head going. You see that guy over there? Yeah. Well, that's a vampire, and I'm empowering you to go kill him. Um, this that's been scaled back. So, so, so you're not. The, the, I don't think the word imbued shows up anywhere in the main core book, but it's more of an implication where you have certain powers and whatnot. Where you could be like, okay, it, you could be, you know, part of a part of a supernatural aspect to this. There could be this, but a lot of that's sort of, you know, in the background there.
0: Yeah, that's definitely. I think Hunter the Reckoning makes it feel, in this new edition, makes it feel more grounded. I think, again, this is a combination of the art and the concept and so forth. The original Hunter the Reckoning definitely felt very buffy, kind yeah, of yeah. feel to it. Uh, whereas I would intentionally say intentionally
1: so with those with those amazing Glenn Fabery covers, if you if yeah, you, uh, was it Glenn Fabery? Yeah, it was Glen Fabery, so yeah, that was the, he was the, whereas, he was the did covers for um Preacher back in the day, and you had yeah. these, you know, these very buffy esque depictions, you had you know, guys with, with shotguns loading and whatnot, and this no, this is this is much more street level in the same way that that, that the that, um. That uh, the core version of uh, va- of uh, fifth edition vampire, you know, is sort of designed to be,
0: and the, also this one is, I would say, is more. Uh, it, I would say if you're going to reach for your kind of pop culture reference, it's definitely more Winchester Brothers, you know, supernatural hunters. Yeah. As in, and when I say that, I'm specifically saying seasons one to two. Okay. Because they're really just you know not dealing with angels and fucking demons all the time. They're dealing with cryptids, ghosts, uh, and some, sometimes some, just fucking some weird serial killers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have particular opinions on that show. I never got um, into
1: it, and yeah, from everyone who did get into it, I was told it went too long. But season like one this, and two great. Yeah, there's, Path, there's, there's season five is bullshit. That- And then you need to stop. But anyway, we we digress as we are going to do.
0: And I would say, you know, again, like if we get into, like, say, we can talk a bit, we we should talk about, like, I guess, the style of the book. I mean, Mm. clearly it it has the vibe which which was established by Vampire the Masquerade 5th edition, but is refined so that as a game book, it is
1: better laid out oh my god infinitely is as a all right so I'll, I'll 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 bring this one up here and yeah i feel like we're we're, we're we're rehashing maybe maybe you know sort of having a final uh this is us rehashing a little bit and maybe sort of discussing the other v, the other fifth edition core book that's out there now i love v5 i run v5 but i feel like the core book is trying to do a bunch of things at once, and you know, sometimes to the detriment of being an RPG reference manual. This book does not have that problem at all. It is laid out beautifully. It, you know, you can find exactly what you need. It has prop, you know, it has really well laid out rule sections, which you can just go boom, boom, find this, find that, and you're off to the races. And yeah, look from from an art style, yeah, it it it, it keeps a bunch of the stuff that. Um, that v5 had but i find it's it's less of a how do to go with this chris it's less i mean v5 look v5 I, I, i've grown to really love this the style but of, of the art style of, of the original core book but it would sometimes grind gears if that makes any sense when yeah. you go from lovely painted sections the kind of photo manipulated stuff of mark kelly and then just random photo And I find this, yeah, yeah. I find this does that, but it's much more refined, and it doesn't kind of grind gears when you go from one to the other.
0: Yeah, it it definitely feels like it. In it's finding its like World of Darkness is finding its voice a bit better in this book. Unity Um, of vision,
1: maybe. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely.
0: There's definitely a, a refinement of style, that's for certain yeah, refinement and, style. That's,
1: that's, that's probably their phrase, yeah.
0: And yeah, I mean, essentially what we've got here is a book that is about gritty urban I say urban, but you know, it's street level hunters. Hmm. Uh yeah, imbued is th- we'll we'll talk about this with respect to edges, because edges is essentially the powers that you have as a hunter now edges could basically edges represent anything that ranges from uh knowledge that you may have tactics you may may have developed contacts you may have or arsenals of weaponry that you may also have but also you can reason depend so essentially the point is those are what edges are. They're going to give you some bonus, like, you know, or they're going to mean that you get a weapon. Just You just go, I've got a shotgun ready with, with Dragon's Breath rounds or whatever the fuck, you know? But the point is, is that how that plays out narratively, not mechanically, but narratively, it is up to you whether that is the, you are like, you know, the Winchester brothers you just happen to have that gun stashed under the hood of the car and you pull it, whip it out. And the vampire has zero idea. You had it prepared there, ready to blow their heads off. Or it could be that you actually play it in the kind of imbued sense that there is divine intervention. There is some higher power intervenes and places something there for you to use or, or gives you the insight that you need to hunt the uh, the the strange supernatural monster. So, in that respect, I think it's not really a rep- it's not really like it gets rid of the imbued. I think it really kind of it retcons things to be a lot more. Um, Everything's less concrete. Like essentially, yeah. you know, because the whole problem with the imbued was it essentially, and this was also the same problem with Demon the Fallen.
1: Yeah, uh, when, when when the law was getting incredibly crowded and nothing was was you know, yeah, we were not it, linking together, and it
0: put you know, big fucking, uh, you know, signposts and and things that and set them in the ground and basically said yes, hell exists, yes, Lucifer exists. And this in the same way was like, yes, there are angels, for a better want for a better term, that exist. And yes, you are fighting against them. I mean, I'm glad it's... And in that respect, it's good that it's kind of made things a bit more fuzzy. Mm. And also by it not being always some divine power and that you are just hunters that are driven by their you know their 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 drive to fight makes it feel a lot more i think it feels a lot it feels more special than just like something you've been tapped by god or whoever the fuck to fight
1: yeah i i i'd I'd, I'd agree with you there like and even even with it being because i've heard you know i've heard some people you know or some people make this comment they're like, yeah, okay. Being able, by being able to take narrative control when you use your edge, right? You know, I've yeah. heard, I've heard some people. I don't know if you ever heard of Feng Shui back in the day, which was, which yeah, was, you know, yeah. But you know, Feng Shui had sort of, you know, elements of that where players could take, could take narrative control, and you could have, you know, like, like, you know, you you, you sort of a gun appears, you know, out of your coat where one was you know, where you haven't stated one was previously. And I've heard some people say that you know that that you know maybe takes it away and makes it a bit more lighthearted and whatnot but i kind of don't think so in this particularly in this instance where you have no you're just like this this you know and because i mean you can reflect on that where it then becomes sort of the why of the character and it's like yeah my you know my character had a gun on them you know even even though i say this even though you know this vampire was was creeping up on them while they slept yeah you know the character had a gun on them you yeah, know, it's like, very you know, it's very because, because they're just on edge constantly.
0: It's very and, it's very yeah. blades approach and yeah. any um, heist game. Because again, like who wants to play a heist game where you spend, you know, four hours plus planning the heist when <laughs> it's much more interesting? Like you and therefore in that action kind of way yeah, where. Yeah. You happen to have the weapon, and then you explain why you had that weapon mm. narratively as a quick flashback. Like yeah. that's more interesting, mm, and right. we're used to that in media. So I think Hunter kind of Reck- Hunter the Reckoning now kind of fits into that kind of play style, and that's yeah. I think a great way of doing it. Yeah.
1: Um, so, so let's 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 talk a little bit mechanically about 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 what the game's doing. So yeah. So obviously, you know your your characters are baseline humans. It's it's uh, the game contains you know what what, what started with, the, I believe the Mortals rules that 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 came out in the uh, V five free supplement and kind of you know essentially yeah. you know, built that out from there. Um, your if you build a character, it breaks down across an X and Y axis of what's called of initially what's called oh, sorry what is start again so the characters uh, break down across an x and y axis of creeds and drives so mm-hmm. creeds are so sort of your character you know um are your character types you know your different varietals so of the five you've got your entrepreneurs who bring technological and modern innovations to their hunting you've got the faithful who use you know faith be that in whatever um you've got the inquisitive who i guess are more you know your sort of you know detective gumshoe types You've got your Marshall, who I guess you know your more traditional fighter type characters, and then you've got sort of your underground, who use you know the um, the power of the of, of the criminal world and sort of you know, I guess you know counterculture that sort of thing, and your y-axis along that, which is which is what Chris mentioned, is your drive, which is what what has driven you to pick up a weapon or pick up a cross and go out there and and hunt monsters, and your your varietals there are you've got your curiosity, vengeance oath greed pride envy and atonement um i like that baseline spread that i feel like you can got you can pretty much make you know oh good lord you can you, you could definitely make buffy with that you could definitely make a winchester brother oh yeah you, you can, can make, make the
0: entire scooby gang with that easily <laughs> like basically i mean that's yeah, the point absolutely. you can you can do all of that and yeah. I mean, it's interesting they've got that. And I mean, we're going to have to also, we'll start towards the end of this addressing the elephant in the room. But. You don't um, have the
1: individual?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, this essentially, we'll when you look at the drives, they are in effect that feels very much like Chronicles of Darkness, first edition, where you choose your virtue and vice. And yep. so in this case, you're choosing your. Well, you could say it's virtue and vice combined. Um, it definitely has that feel, um, because, like, let's be honest, Chronicles of Darkness first edition allowed you to run a pretty good Mortal Hunters game. Um, that was more the baseline, f-
1: wasn't
0: it? Yeah, it was basically the baseline. The baseline yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um yeah. I mean, I have, and then the creeds. The creeds. Um, I mean, mechanically, then, because the creeds don't really do. They they essentially are what they determine your edges, don't they? Mm, yeah, yeah. Whereas the drive is essentially what determines when you get to use your your bonus, the the desperation dice.
1: Shall we explain how that works? Because okay, so so in a in a similar way to. Because, you know, the big – the big mechanically the big innovation – well, you know, sorry, mechanically the big innovation slash – yeah, it was innovative. The big innovation for V5 was, of course, the hunger dice, you know, that completely replaced blood pools. And so it seems like, you know, this – the and you could sort of see how that might map onto some of the other lines. Like, because we're sitting there looking at hunger dice and going, okay, if we're – if we're going to do werewolf, well, okay, you know, would this mechanic map on to say, rage dice – or, you know, or if you jump over to Mage the Ascension, would this be paradox dice? You know, this this um, sort of push-your-luck mechanic where, yeah, you can keep things going and you're getting bonuses, but the odds of something horrible happening increase as you go. It seems to be like this has become sort of a, um, oh, it's become, it's, I feel like, you know, the push-your-luck mechanic has become like a, def, you know, quite defining of the current era of non-Dungeons and Dragons RPG design. Where you know, um, like Alien, and um, I guess what are they calling it? The um it the one the the Year Zero system? Yeah, has something very similar. Where, where you know where you've got, um, oh, I forget what Alien calls them. Not Fear Dice, are they? They're... anyway, but yeah, anyway, so it's 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 got a very similar concept where you can keep pushing your luck. You know, you uh, uh, yeah, I think it's Fear Dice where you get more and more. You know, you, you initially you know yeah it gives you a bonus, but the possibilities of freaking out and, you know, going full auto and murdering everybody pops up. So here what we've got are the desperation dice. So um, now the desperation dice is um, based on what's called, is is based on the fear rating, which is one to five. And that's sort of, then that can be determined by the storyteller. Now you can choose to, um, to essentially call on the desperation dice, which then gives you, which then, you know, gives you, However, many dice you know um, um, to add onto your pool, um, like you, which which gives you additional dice to add onto your pool. But the problem there is so that, so that's so that's additional bonus there because um, this system works the way that uh, World of darkness normally does, which is attribute plus skill, and then you get you know an additional bonus you know I'm coming in from the desperation dice. Now the now if any of those dice end up facing one. Well, that well. First of all, it increases the danger, and second of all, that will give you what's called an overreach, which means that that the quarry that you're hunting gains some kind of bonus. So they've so so you know they may be um, um, they're potentially alerted to your presence. Again, I, I feel like there's there's a lot of narrative caveat that just that you, that you know to that the storyteller and to an extent the players might be able to exert here. But if you, if you don't succeed and you don't have any ones on your, on your, um, on your desperation dice, you um, then get into a state which is called despair, which basically means you can't call again on, on, on the desperation die. Um, now, on paper, that all sounds pretty great. I mean, initially I was thinking it would be something, you know, I was, initially I was thinking it would be very similar to the fear dice mechanic from Alien. But I kind of like that it's a, that it's kind of a communal pool that it's all kind of there, and that you that you know you'll be sitting there thinking, oh, do I want to try this now? Do I want to try it later? Am I, you know, because cause if you if if you don't get the role, you then can't touch it again until you've fulfilled whatever, and until you've atoned, which is which is often which is determined by I believe your creed. So you then have this whole aspect of okay, do I want to call on the desperation die now, or do I want to save it for later when things are potentially more desperate? Um, again, haven't had a chance to actually play test this, but on paper, yeah, this this absolutely sounds like the goods.
0: Yeah, I don't see any problem with this whatsoever no. as a as a as a system. Like it feels, it feels. Like it. it's an appropriate bonus that you can call upon, but it's it seems less reliable than than uh, it seems less reliable than say when you boost things.
1: Yeah, then yeah, um, in vampire then, uh, and then suffer boost, from hunger dice. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, absolutely, yeah.
0: Because I mean that's the difference. Because in vampire you would you would test to see whether you increase your hunger
1: yeah rouse checking yeah
0: you do your rouse check and then you add a bonus so so that's a lot more in a, to a degree much more reliable um, yeah. but I think with desperation I think because of if you're getting more towards the grand finale of hmm. the hunt the desperation pool's going to be fucking. Five. you know it's going to be five right yeah, yeah so essentially hunters push to the limit Mm. can reliably well not reliably but th- they have the ability to call upon quite hefty amounts of bonus dice mm. by if it falls with their Creed feel and they can <clears throat> they can activate it with their drive they can they can get that uh, amount of desperation dice uh, it also says you cannot use willpower to re-roll desperation dice so that's quite Interesting. That's good. Yeah. That's still with within uh, Hunger Dice. And then the, the problem is obviously they have their desperation, but there's also danger. So, uh, danger represents the extent to which the enemies are aware of the cell's actions and the risk of the cell becoming a target. So, danger increases a result of hunter actions either through overreach or story events and essentially that means then of your bonus dice a number of them are going to become hunger dice in effect so they're going to be another color um if that's right
1: i believe that's accurate yeah i think i think i know i, th- I regular
0: think i dice. oh no regular dice desperation dice sorry i was wrong regular no, 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 no. dice it's, it's, are regular, regular, and, regular and, dice and, and desperation, desperation dice yeah. are that Danger, danger. danger
1: determines desperation. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, guys. It's it's Chris is quite late and I'm quite early. So yeah. If if so dang,
0: dangerous. The the is a value. Yeah. Which essentially is either going to be like a bonus that is used somewhere for your yeah, yeah. antagonist. So it's either going to be yeah. a bonus to a weapon equipment bonus. It's going to be uh, the number of. Of minions they might have present. Uh, it might be the difficulty rating you need to overcome to, you know, hack into a computer system, uh, etc. So danger is always going to f- fluctuate as well within yeah. the game. So these are two separate elements, but mm. obviously. As danger increases and your desperation increases, that finale is going to become quite bombastic with the amount of bonus dice and bonuses that are flying around. Uh, You can also see how danger could tie in, and I mean, this was a question you raised, uh, Pete, with regard to, obviously within the antagonists presented in the game, danger is used as a way to say, this vampire gets this bonus on their strength when they're this dangerous mm. so that represents rather than having to determine their hunger and blood pool bonus blah 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 I say blood pool but you know the, the rouse check bonuses they get uh, for their boosting but you could use danger I'm sure there's going to be some guidance at some point on how to merge danger with with v five, where you would use danger as a way of say going, if you're using the v five rule set to represent your vampires, then danger would be the cap on the bonuses they could get or or the level of discipline they can activate because obviously a more desperate, more dangerous vampire is more willing to use masquerade breaching disciplines at a generally higher level or or sense. perform feats of, of of physical prowess by rousing mm. and throwing a car, which obviously you're not gonna do at like danger two, but a danger no. five, a vampire is capable of that and gonna crush someone and you know. So I think there's a way that you can merge the two things. I don't think um but obviously the core book the core book for hunter doesn't get into that because it's delivering a very specific uh focused product which is you're playing hunters and yeah, yeah. and any presentation of vampires, wells, ghosts, etc., are done within the framework that we have. So mm-hmm. there will undoubtedly be some something I'm sure in the future about crossover that is for certain because obviously everyone wants to have a werewolf and a fucking mage and a changeling walk into a bar and do everyone whatever. Everyone says they do
1: <laughs> but then they try it
0: Yeah, and
1: yeah I don't know but you see it so, so that was so that's sort of one of the idea of how much crossover actually is there in this game and look I mean beyond the fact that you're fighting vampires I would say just oh look I would argue caution just by just how much you want to throw in there in particular. Well, yeah. Like like, I like, mean, like in particular look if you've got World of Darkness players particularly people who have played a shit ton of vampire you don't want to be using terms that they recognize like like no. you know what I mean like absolutely not you would you would want to put them in a room and you would not be using descriptors that involve discipline terms or any of that sort of stuff. I even wouldn't, you know, I would use even like you know, proper vampire names like Gangrel the Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that. no sensible so vampire. anyway. because they go, oh, it's a gangrel. You know, oh, it's, a, yeah, it's no, a no,
0: no, no vampire anyway would be openly, you know, allowing mortals around them to know this stuff. And remember, you're pe- you're playing street level hunters who are not very informed. Like potentially if you were a hunter that was a member of an organization like you know like SO13 uh and First Light, etc., or the Society of Leopold, then maybe you might yeah. have heard of the term Ventru, you might have known about vampires conversing about what they call disciplines, even though also disciplines, I think. Disciplines don't exist.
1: Disciplines don't exist. Um, Disciplines don't exist in game. Yeah, but see, that's another interesting wrinkly that you just brought up because as presented in in this initial core book, they may well mix things up a bit, you know, should there be supplements down the line. People like SO19 and the Sopati of Leopold are secondary, specifically secondary antagonists.
0: You know, yeah and that's we'll get on to that because yeah, I think that's gonna, quite an yeah. interesting thing with this so
1: I, I, I really like that actually yeah
0: I mean I think rules wise I mean we've seen from vampire fifth ed how the game operates at its core it's fine it's not well, a la- it's not you know it's the three rounds you your down style combat system yeah. uh, I think this keeps to it uh with it the don't... ways that that desperation works that would allow for very bombastic you know headshots and stakings and so forth. Yeah, totally. um, or or also used in like you know you know you're you could do some expert hacking or whatever for your character. so it'll keep it fast and and furious in that sense, like the game moving forward. Uh, and I have no problem with that. I mean, obviously you've got you've still got in there chronicle tenants, which are important. And uh, it it has chronicle tenants.
1: Yeah, this this is the thing. So, so, so the chronicle tenants don't interact with. As far as I can tell, the chronicle tenants are more about setting mood and tone with the players than yes, they are because you about, don't have uh, humanity. Yeah, yeah, you know, then they are about laying out here's here's your worldview and 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 here's what happened. You know, and you get stains if you go against it. Or you can commit crimes, and or you know, or w- what would normally get you stains if you can justify it against you know um, um, against um, your convictions. In this one, I kind of wish they'd used a different term because it is one of those ones that you look at and you go tenants, and it was like you know you know because because in in Chronicle tenants in this one are more the players get together and they work out kind of, you know, the tone and how the game world works. Like it, it specifically states things like, are we going for a neo-noir, you know, sort of Blade runnery idea of, oh, I'm becoming a monster, oh, I'm doing something horrendous, you know. Yeah, the the, the werewolf was tearing people apart, but he was, you know, he was, oh, well, you know, sorry, poor example with the werewolf, you know, yeah, the vampire that we destroyed was murdering people but he was afflicted with this, you know, but he with this horrible curse and couldn't yeah. help it. You know, or are we going the more adventurous term where it was like, no, he was evil, put him down, we win. And so that's more where the chronicle tenants and stuff come in. Here it's more determining tone and mood for, for, yeah. uh, for how your chronicle works. Um, Again, I really like that. I like the fact that, you know, you've you've got this very specific framework, you know, dialed up there for you know if you want to be well okay ah, we, we all did it if you want to be 15 and like yeah I killed him Ha-ha. or if you want to do that more sort of grim dark you know you know who's the real monster sort of stuff then you know it's it's right there for you and it kind of lays out how you would present that to your players
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. um what was I going to say? So yeah, I mean, there's there's quite a lot you could do with this. I think there's a lot you can explore uh, with any game about playing mortal hunters. I think that's the point of this.
1: Is yeah, okay.
0: as we said, like you are playing street level hunters. They are driven to hunt because of their drives. Whatever they, whatever's caused them to confront the supernatural and be aware of it. Mm. Uh, they're not like the they're not hunters that are members of large organisations where your reasoning for hunting is driven by you know, is driven by because you're a member of a religious order or because you're a member of some academic fraternity or the government or some military <laughs> order You, know, well, you that, that's because those groups give orders and you follow, whereas yeah, yeah hunters then... in Hunt of the Reckoning hunt because on some innate level they know that's what they need to do to to set the world right
1: yeah also i i kind of feel like and again they, they they may prove me wrong here a little bit but i kind of feel like when you put in the monster hunting organization or you know particularly one run by the government that's when this shit becomes agents of shield that's when yeah yeah that's that's when you're like we've got a helicarrier you know that's when you've got yeah we've got a helicarrier we've got power armor you know, and yeah, that's that's not the tone. I mean, more power to you if you want to play it. Oh that yeah, way. if you no want to play no that, if you want to, if you want if you want to go play
0: Insane Hunters, go listen to our episode on Demon, Hunt, Demon Hunter X because uh, <laughs> that is pretty much that game. That is um, pretty much it. Yeah,
1: no one's saying you can't do that. And to be perfectly honest with you, the tools are already out there with the set, with the with the, the um, second inquisition the second book, yeah. book. They're all in there. You can just go, yeah, you know, and you and you know, you have one of these, you have one of these. Deploy the red mist, you know, and watch yeah. the vampires come tumbling out of their hive. And you're like, ah, ha ha! Open fire. If that's the way you want to play it, cool. More power to you, mate. Um, well, I do kind of feel like the system will fall over because it's not kind of designed for that. But, no, either, you know. but again, you know, if if that's your idea of fun, have at it. This is, might have said, this is much more street level. You know the most. You know the most resources you're going to have is maybe a, You know something you've. Ma- you know, it's not going to be a. Well, the, the boys down in the lab a, You know. You know have, have whipped us up a, a particle rifle. It will be a. I've modified a shotgun to maybe fire something that's got magnesium strips in it. I hope it yeah. doesn't explode. <laughs> you know, it's much more of that. Yeah. Than, yeah.
0: Fire and up the annihilator so... cannon. And that's why it's interesting because obviously, um, yeah, you're playing hunters that have to balance their mortal life, their regular life, with this other life of. You know, hunting the supernatural yeah. whereas like if you're a member of an organization you're bringing in a wage from doing the hunting yeah, like yeah, yeah. if you're a member Ooh. of an orpheus group you've got a pension plan as well
1: yeah. um we'll also we'll also point out that that, that another thing that this game or does point over from from uh, vampire touchstones so oh, you, yeah you, you've still got your touchstones you've still got you know you've you've still got connections in them in the in the real world which you're going to want to value, which you're going to want to defend, and which the creatures that you're hunting are going to want to strip from you. And, yeah, awesome. Keep that, you know, that's 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 where the complicated, messy parts of this game, are, you know, that's that's where the fun of it, you know, really lives, as opposed to just being like, yeah, I've, I've, you know, I told my family I'm going off on deployment. They're safe somewhere else. And here I am, you know, here I am. You know, in in another part of the world, I don't live in where I don't have stakes because I'm out hunting the undead. And you're like, okay. I, I don't know. And Chris, am I, am I coming across as a hipster asshole? Because hey, if that's how you want to play this game, as we said, you know, go for it, mate. But yeah, it's just, yeah, nah. It's again, and it's not kind of how the game's designed for. But if that's how you want to play it, I suppose, yeah, go for it. But. I don't know. It's interesting I know? how
0: touchstones uh, differ to vampire because touchstones bit, but they're, they're, they're still because touchstones in vampire are about retaining your humanity, whereas in this yeah. they're about being able to recover
1: your willpower, um, which You're is still there and you can still yeah but again it's still okay, the same, know, it's it's still the same mechanically effect. but it still it still gives you something there which you can lose and you can have you know stripped from you it. or it, it, it gives you again it, it gives you skin in the game it gives you something yeah. you can. You know that that the, the, the storyteller can can days ago.
0: I still feel, and I would most probably tack it onto my version of Hunter Fifth Edition. Mm-hmm. Is I would still have hunters have humanity, but that's because, and we'll get to this. I would be porting over that concept from. Uh, hunter the vigil and chronicles of darkness second edition but that's just my own personal uh preference anyway so what could you what would you play what are the themes here um obviously you know the whole point and if we we go all the way to what is the tagline it is a storytelling game of desperate measures so essentially that means because you are hunters that don't have some large organization to support them you don't have the finances you don't have teams of specialists to turn to and and or, or some person that is essentially knows all the law that you go to and you know it keeps a vast library of information on behalf of your organization you know in order to fight against the horrors that are out there in the shadows of the world you are putting on the line not only yourself, but likely your friends, family, and contacts. So that is the first kind of main theme of the game. Like, you're in order to fight back, you're going to risk things. I think the other thing that is interesting because we have the corporate kind of military hunters, the hunters that are just doing it because it's their job, is you can definitely have the whole who is the real monsters. Like, you know, again, are you the monster, or are the vampires the monster, or is it that corporate group that are killing, who are hunting down vampires, and also have zero care for the harm they're doing to the mortals who, who are associated with, with their vamp, the vampires who they've targeted? They may not know the person as a vampire. They're they're people that the vampire may care for, but they see as being just as bad. And uh, these you know these corporate organization hunters are more than happy to harm. I think that's a really interesting, mm. uh, interesting thing to look at. It mostly is saying something about capitalism and and you know how it is a soulless churning engine that has no care for people um also i guess as part of this is if you're willing to sacrifice things if you're willing to sacrifice too much uh and are willing to do the sort of things that corporate hunters are willing to do are you becoming a monster yourself and that's always an interesting theme because I think this really gets us round to the whole thing of like, are monsters, are the supernatural, the cause of evil in the world? Are they, uh, or are they the symptom of the evil that's inherent in humanity? And so, are you just becoming another symptom of that evil that is within humanity? uh i would certainly explore that kind of thing yes um obviously if we consider the fact there are divine there are groups that believe in you know god divinity and so forth um you've got the really big question is is what you're doing and this goes back to the imbued as a hunter are you driven by some divine plan and that also begs the question are the supernatural creatures of the world also part of that divine plan? So that's wow. uh, an interesting philosophical uh, question to be had. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why you would fight against corporate monsters, uh, that when we say the corporate monsters, you know, the, the, the corporate hunters, is your perspective of the, the things that lurk in the darkness it might lead you to go, I don't think. That organize that big organization should have access to that law or that research or capture that vampire and reverse engineer.
1: Yeah, it's the it's blood the,
0: magics. They're so, going to they're
1: going to Weyland Yutani it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. There's a whole. Uh, yeah. So I think
1: which, there's
0: quite a few different themes to explore.
1: Oh yeah, it's 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 got it's got it's got a tremendous amount of scope there. Um, I don't know. <laughs> to be honest with you, Chris, I I feel like look, man, you've got some heady goals. I mean, I just kind of feel I'm like, wow, you 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 explore that in your role playing games. We're just kind of having a you know, we're trying not to die and have and, and have a good oh, time yeah. on Friday night. But yeah, you can you, you can aspire for the bigger themes, and I and I I kind of you know it's always it's always there in the background. But yeah, I, I, uh, it's 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 that's 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 some good stuff there. Like I mean, oh god, yeah, and and all, I mean, look. We're we massive lefties. We're we communists, according to some people. Um, but you know, the, yeah, it's no, no But you, you're not wrong. often, you know, my games will always kind of, you know, I, you know, look. I make the statement that I think every, you know, everything's political, and every every kind of statement you you can make is political. And I feel like, yeah, you know, the the game coming around to sort of being, you know, are we caught? Are we caught in the gears of the, of this horrible machine, or are we cogs in the horrible yeah. machine? And that's that's always you know that's always something that that is that is sort of fun to explore, and yeah, even even in my even in my more even in my game running vampire where you know it turned out the guys were you know essentially ending up being like vampire cocaine dealers, and then discovering where that came from and me kind of forcing them to know no you you need to harvest blood from unwilling people to get this working guys it's not you know there is a human element to what you are doing, um, and again there's there's you know there's this there will be this human element and there will be this, this cost to running around trying to, you know, trying to wipe out these supernatural threats. And, yeah, you know, you can you can play with the idea of, you know, was it, you know, is it, yeah, you, you can play with this idea of you being out there destroying these things and, you know, how much destruction did they actually deserve? Did they deserve to be completely wiped out? And again, you know, with when it's a blood-sucking vampire, that's a bit more diff, you know, that's a bit more difficult to play with. When it's some of the other supernatural groups that are, you know, you know that are mentioned, like because werewolves pop up in this, they, I'm in this. They're just kind of werewolf werewolves, if that makes sense. They're not sort of. I don't. They don't mention. Well, neither neither do they really do for the for vampires. They don't mention any of the splat terms. You know, the, no. the phrase kindred does not pop up. The phrase gauru does not pop up. Um, and yeah, this okay, and this kind of leads us over into I guess you know talking discussing the elephant in the room, because the game is kind of modular. The game is you know designed because you've got kind of a boilerplate. This is a vampire. It's not necessarily a kindred, but you could make it a kindred if yeah. you wanted to in your game. Because it, this this game almost seems to be coming at it from that toolbox approach that Chronicles of Darkness did. Chris, how do you see this This does this game ultimately justify its existence in a world where you know currently the Hunt of the Vigil is right there You know, and it, yeah and where Hunt of the, the second, Vigil 2nd edition is literally yeah, right it, and, there and, and, and we had and a 2nd sh- edition of Hunt of Hunter the Vigil what 18 months ago if more that, recent than that like the oh luxury like shipping core book out
0: right, yeah. uh, right. Mm. so I've thought hard about this and i think the difference is is that and this is true of chronicles of darkness second edition in general is that chronicles of darkness second edition there is a it is a very big toolbox and i think by comparison and I would say this is the same when you compare, say, Vampire: The Requiem to Vampire: The Masquerade Fifth Edition. Masquerade Fifth Edition is much more streamlined by Ooh. miles. Uh, I think it's safe to say. I'm to not saying sure. Requiem's. I'm not saying Requiem's like bloated and complicated. I just think there's there's less that there is a there's a degree of streamlining going on. Mm. And I think that's the same with Hunter the Reckoning and why they chose to keep it as just what would be in Vigil considered tier one, like you are street level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's mostly because that's the game which people new to RPGs, gonna be new to the World of Dartness media through all the various avenues, whether it's TV, computer games, streamed RPGs, people are going to latch onto that concept much more easily than, say, the higher level, you know, higher-brow... Well, not high-brow, but, like, high-concept hunter ideas, like where you're part of larger cells or of organisations. So it's... It's curious in the sense that it exists side by side with Hunter the Vigil, but as part of a much more focused product line. Like it's much more focused than Chronicles of Darkness in general. Yeah. Then I think fine it exists. Um, would I play? The, I mean, the big question is like, would I play Hunter the Reckoning? Sure if I had the choice between Hunter Reckoning and Hunter the Vigil ooh that's a tough one because there's elements of Hunter the Vigil that that are really
1: interesting when you look but at you the said different said that, cells you, I mean I mean you mentioned previously that that you would give Hunter the Reckoning a humanity stat yes i would put it yeah. in there uh, in a heartbeat yeah and how would you see that working like 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 would it be more like the idea of like okay would would you would you kind of keep a degeneration level where once you are too low this character is no longer playable this character is a fucking sociopath or this character is a psychopath who's just you know yeah i
0: would i would, would do
1: something like that, that or where or would you just... i would do something I'm like that other games. sorry I've, I've, I've seen other games like um i don't know if you ever and i, I never caught up with it, with its third edition but unknown armies did something a bit similar where if you kept going down this path, congratulations, you're a sociopath, and you don't get access to, you know, to, like, certain passion-powered, you know, to, because you, you don't feel that strongly about anything anymore.
0: Yeah, I would I would yeah. do that as in uh, you would cap... It would mostly do something like it caps the bonus from desperation because if you're...
1: Yeah, yeah, good idea. You, you wouldn't. Just you, you just wouldn't it. care
0: enough to be as desperate, and mm. it would mostly mean also that danger would increase quicker because, of course, you take more risks. Um, it might translate into other bonuses, like obviously, if you've got lower humanity, um, you've got more boxes for stains. There might be a thing of like where you could acquire stains in return for a bonus as in Mm. if you're a a piece of fucking piece of work and you do things in a particular way that incurs a stain you're going to like um you're gonna you're gonna get your target but there's gonna be collateral damage along the way which will be like harming bystanders and so (laughs) forth so i think that's mostly how i would work it um and then, obviously, that gets you towards the thing which is definitely, though, a main feature of Hunt of the Vigil and what I want to run as a Hunt of the Vigil campaign, really, at some point, I really do want to run, is is I want to run Hunt of the Vigil that's totally, like, 99% focused on cryptids and and, like... Things that are nearly human but not quite, so the uncanny valley kind of horror, and yeah. slashers because that's that seems more terrifying than anything in this day and age.
1: Um, would you touch? I mean, again, this this is us talking about a completely separate game line here during a review. But would you touch Deviant at all if you were going that route? Or probably not.
0: Uh, no, I'd mostly not bother because Deviant brings in like huge amounts okay. of other rules anyway. There's, yeah. there's just no need for it in there. Yeah. And deviants, I think, in the world of Chronicles of Darkness, like deviants like numbering like are less are like mummies, there are few and far between, so handful, you wouldn't bother. Sure. Um, but um, anyway, um we should wrap up a bit more as we're into the end of this. We've been going for ages. Um the other thing that Hunter the Reckoning I think is interesting that it introduces it gives you it gives you a whole list of um the organizations it gives you an outline on how to build them build your own antagonist organizations. so these are the corporate military you know religious Usani, yeah. large yeah organizations that do nefarious things and don't care about people in how they hunt but also it details some from world of darkness that currently do exist so we get some detail about the arcanum which is more of an academic research driven groups so that they don't really hunt they're more watching um you've got uh the various kind of FBI, CIA type groups that we've had described before that are part of the Second Inquisition, the uh, Special Affairs we,
1: Division, which I think first popped yeah. up in Project Twilight, which was, and a, then
0: also we get yeah. um, we get okay. Orpheus, the Orpheus group, who are back, a, they're a group that specialise in people that are able to project their their soul so they can they can do astral projections they basically become ghosts yeah and that's how they interact with ghosts and do exorcisms and 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 very ghostbustery type uh stuff which is all very interesting because it doesn't really give us any insight into future v5 based games with how the the hunger dice kind of Will be implemented in that variant, but I think we know obviously we're expecting Werewolf Fifth at some point. Uh, apparently, with that core that is being that is nearing completion, and of mm-hmm. course, we already have a lot out for Wraith through the VR game that you can get an Oculus. And well, so, I having the that one.
1: did you, did you, I've I played, played it, it's yet. hard.
0: Right. It, I found it okay. hard the bomb bit I got up to, it's kind of creepy. Did, yeah,
1: but, but but you see, you see, that's that's when we get into the interesting question of how much of the world did it lay out, if any at all. You know, you know what I mean. Like like, it done, like in terms of um, the world of Stygia and all that sort of stuff, that was that was laid out in the in the original Wraith game. Because then you have the whole thing of hey, we're doing a, a, a Wraith, you know, current fifth edition, but you know, how much of a retcon do they need to go in and do because they they blew up, you know, they blew up Wraith years before, before. Yeah,
0: I think there's going to be. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they do because obviously Orpheus is set in that, in that world. Yeah, it's set
1: in the wreckage of Stygia. Where, but I know. think
0: that's important because it, it does the thing that means that ghosts are more on the borderlands and so interacting with our world rather than, oh, you're dead, you're off in Stygia
1: yeah yeah welcome to welcome to it's new the whole year. problem
0: with it was the whole problem with werewolf wasn't it where you go oh we're werewolves we're gonna fuck off into the umbra and never deal with with the real world and it's like <laughs> but that's where the interesting stories are is when you're a fucking bloodthirsty you know walking killing machine dealing mm-hmm. with humans humans are where the interesting stories are not where you're off you know fucking dancing around with spirits and whatnot. Like who gives a shit about that? It's all, that's all. And again, it's the same problem with changeling and so forth. It's got always be, there we go. Yeah. 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 It's going to be brought it. back to the real world. Um, mm. So yeah, I think the book's interesting in that respect, uh, introducing those groups. I mean, I, I would like to run Hunter, uh, the reckoning I have, or playing uh, a stream Me game. It'd be also, quite good to also, do. And,
1: and I kind of, I'll, Okay. I like it. I re- look. I really do really like it. I'd, I'd love to play it, and you know, geez, I'd, I'd probably like to. I wouldn't mind running it either. But I like it. R- okay, I like it as a one-book game right now, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if because I'm not quite sure what um, Paradox have said that their plan was. I, I know initially they've said with the World of Darkness role-playing game books that they were gonna they were gonna sort out the core books, and you know, once they feel like like the core is sorted they'd hand off producing supplements yeah, sure. to, to to other companies whether or not that's going to be you know as of the time of this recording whether or not that that's going to be renegade or they're going to pass off you know they're going to let other companies they're going to say hey onyx path you know do you want to do you know you can do supplements for this and this whatever not quite sure about, about how any of that's working out i kind of like hunter as a one book game if that makes any sense. Yeah, and I mean, other, I, think, you know, I think if they can expand
0: it and keep it in that kind of very tight kind of feel yeah, to yeah. it. It's
1: keeping that, that tight street level focus, but you just kind of see that, you know, when the supplement creep starts coming into it, then it's like, hey, here's how to run Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and you go, oh, yeah, okay, I kind of feel like we've, we've you know, because once the book's out there, that's when you get players rocking up and going, so I bought this supplement that has this in it, And then I get to tell
0: the fuck off. Um, Well, yeah, that's
1: that's,
0: uh, (laughs) what you always do. It's like, that's all well and good, but like, it doesn't fit with what I'm running.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) so yeah, I mean, overall, I, you know, I, I honestly, you know, when I, I'm flicking through it right now, I think it's, I mean, rules wise, it's what we expect from V5. So in that respect, it's, it's not crazy in that respect. Um, in terms of the look of it, it's much easier to navigate. Uh, a, um, it's a it's a
1: great core book. Yeah, that's, that I, I cannot emphasize it enough. Like I said, to the point where, and yeah, I, I don't wanna, I don't want to keep kicking Vampire the Masquerade core because it's, it's been four bloody years, whatever. But I would I would probably pick up a copy of um, Hunter the Reckoning just so I had because the rule section where it goes, here's how combat works. <laughs> it's about it's easily laid out you know abc i would pick that up just so i had an easy to reference combat rules section because yeah if you if trying to reference that particularly on the fly during combat where yeah the the explaining how com- physical conflict resolution works yeah the the the, the vampire masquerade Code book in any of its iterations really falls down you know yeah. even even the the initial release and then the revised, leash that Medifius did. Apparently, I think there's a third release. I don't know how different that is. I've seen it in a store, in a, in a in a bookshop where it's got it's got you know don't um uh it's got the Renegade logos on the back rather than the Medifius logos. I don't know how different it is from if if it, if it is at all. I know we're in a world now where oh good lord, there's like I think I think at this stage, what are we on, man? I think at this stage there's maybe. Depending on who's printing and depending on who's pu- on who published, is there four, maybe five different versions of the core book? Which you know, I mean, ultimately they're the same. Oh, of book, the core book, kind of, um, yeah. of what vampire? Of vampire, that's great. Yeah, there's there's the initial one that that the, the, um, that was the, published. There's
0: Medifius original.
1: Yeah, and then, and then there's I think there's a revised edition which is slightly different here and there.
0: There's the revised version. And then there's the oh no no there's sorry there's the modifius version there's the mid, most actually printed there's just the modifius version and then there's the renegade version
1: alright cool yeah I've got yeah I've, I've got multiple different you and I have got multiple different PDF versions where things iterated along the way yeah the,
0: oh yeah there's definitely different PDF versions that's for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, I mean we should definitely wrap up like basically yes, I think it's definitely a good book. Uh is it uh, it's definitely not if you if you've coming from original Hunt of the Reckoning, it's not that. It's definitely a reworking, a restyling to make things seem less certain so it's much to make it more gritty uh, to make it a lot more mysterious Um, if you're coming from vampire you know these are your Winchester brother type hunters they are going to work as a team to face down just a single vampire Uh, that's the level of threat they're up against they're not going to be you know kicking down doors and taking out like entire nests. Um, maybe they could. I mean, it depends if you want your games to feel like um, to feel like, um, John Carpenter's vampires, more power to you. That's a shit yeah. film though. Um, oh, yes, yeah,
1: it's, it's, it's not what a carpenter's great. I'll give you that. that was no,
0: uh, if you want to play John Bon Jovi, uh, using this, then you can do that too. Uh, he does <laughs> hunt vampires in a remix of that same film because they seem to make the same film twice. um, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I didn't
1: see what was the new one, Day Hunters. It's got oh, Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg. Oh, that's it. a
0: good one. That's a good oh, one. Day Watch, that's that's brilliant. That film, there's that one is that is fucking awesome. That film, oh, There you go. Wow, that's, um,
1: a, that's a very strong recommendation there for,
0: but yeah, I mean, it, it's you know, it's it's definitely fun to it's definitely gonna be fun to use um i just haven't had time to run anything from it or right, um, yeah. but i've got ideas for what i would run i if i was to run it um again i think you can get a lot of mileage making lots of weird cryptids and so forth things that look human but don't conform to any particular thing especially because when you've got lots of players i'll be like oh, that's a vampire, isn't it? Oh, that's definitely a Malkavian. Like, just fuck with them. Like, they've watched too much of the stream games. Just throw at them weird monsters, you know. Throw at them technological horror, even. Like, you know, rogue fucking AIs that use occult mathematics Mm. at their heart or something like that. Just just really fuck with them. Um, That's what
1: I would do. That's what, and that's what we'll, or that's serial killers. We'll, just do like
0: be on. Let's be honest. Grab Hunter the Visual Second Edition or Hunter the Visual First Edition books. Do serial killers because
1: actually, yeah, now no, you've, you've 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 raised a good point actually. Because okay, look, if, look, yeah, the best advice we could give you if you if you want to run this new edition of Hunter the Reckoning is just pillage everything that you can. Fucking grab Vigil- everything. Yeah, grab it all. You know. You know. Get the complete set of PDFs. Get particularly, yeah, get Slasher. Which I think Slasher's is a brilliant supplement, isn't it? Slasher's like, is fucking like, awesome. There you go. You know, shout out Stu Wilson. I think I was. I think that was his first one. He worked one of the first ones he worked on. Um, yeah, you know, you know, pull it all from that. But I say, look, and yeah, pull from the existing world of darkness sparingly because there's so much of it out there, and you're going to lose that, you know, sense that sense of the unknown when someone goes. Malcavian vampire, right there. I know how to deal with these guys. You're like, yeah, yeah, do do that. Cool. Okay. Um,
0: right. Well, I think that's it. Oh god, we spent ages on this podcast. We waffled. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. we waffled a lot. Um, right. So uh, to wrap up, then. Um, again, Pete, thank you for taking time to read review give
1: your input and insight into this always happy i will also point out that um so as of the time of this recording pax oz is next week for us or for me um i will be there i will be running a um vampire the masquerade introductory scenario called the midnight express um if you're attending that convention and you know want to see how bad a storyteller i am please come on you know um, come on and find me I will be at the packs at the table uh, section over in obviously the the tabletop area. Um, I will have Darker Day stickers for anyone who plays. So there we go, something something to look forward we, to.
0: We well in that case, then I'm going to edit this. So hopefully listeners will listen to this on Wednesday, so it's out <laughs> before then, so they can give get the heads up and if they're going to Oz uh, packs. Oh, well, Oz, if not, eh. <laughs> Um yeah, and obviously if they want to get in contact about this, then obviously you can email us darkdaysradio at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter at dark days Radio, you can find us on Facebook, you can find our videos on YouTube. And, of course, you can follow the show notes to our Discord, where we now have forums implemented as per the Discord update. So you go over to World of Darkness 5th Edition or World of Darkness 5th, the the sub. You know, category is, and you can create. We'll create a. uh, um, We'll create there a uh, a forum post about this episode, so people can discuss it there. Uh, Obviously, if you want to listen to more Darkhammer, you can find episodes of that. We recently talked about uh, playing uh, Nurgle uh, as how to represent Nurgle and Nurgle servants in the worlds of Warhammer uh obviously also if you want to find out more about freelance uh role play writing and how to get into the industry uh you've got crystal series on that that is going on currently and then i should be guesting on a few things quite soon so if you listen to this stay tuned and you'll see on social media links etc to the appropriate dates times and where to listen to it uh for that so i think that is everything i am cool well goodbye for now and we'll be back soon with some other review of something within the horror rpg genre so goodbye goodbye This has been an episode of Darker Days Radio. Special thanks to Occam's Laser for the intro, outro, and new bumper music from their hit album, Nine Circles. Check out the rest
1: of their work at occamslaser.bandcamp.com.